Alrighty, it's time to partner with Betfan. Preview Karakata Plate Day. BJ Ryan and Terry Layton, we're recording uh, episode 121 of the 1 1, your West Australian Racing Podcast. It's just after 12 noon on Thursday, the 31st of March. Bunbury Turf Club at Ascot today. Albany tomorrow, that's Friday. Ascot and Kalgoorlie on Saturday, and it's Pinjarra Cup Day on Sunday, Guru. Yes, it certainly is. We'll go home later and have a quick look at that. But, uh, oh, God, lucky, pretty impressive in the Southwest Cup. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Wasn't it? Yeah, over a long way from home. Yes. Mm. Uh, now, nice if it was a start earlier, BJ. Bet, yes. Tell me about it. Betfair Edge. Betfair Edge. Well, uh, thanks to Latham last week filled in for me as well. Latham, Latham Anderson. Yeah, Latham Anderson went in. Um, yeah, the lads. Young, young flying, <coughs> one one alumni. Yeah, and no, Latham went brilliantly, and um, yeah, I think he declared Alaskan God, so he got the chockies there, and uh, yeah, no, he had a lot of fun with Miles, and Miles was raving about his performance. So I appreciate uh, Latham filling in for us, but uh, and da- they had, we actually had Danny Morton on last week as well. The lads sorted. So um, yes, I'm. Well, you're back. You're back. I'm back. Yeah, Latham's been kicked. Yeah, sorry, Lath, you're done. Lathan's been omitted. Yeah, Lathan, <laughs> L. Anderson out. Um, but yes, we're back on uh, back on air tomorrow, and uh, I think they're chasing Simon Miller. But I'm sure that every man and his dog's trying to have a word with Simon this week. So we'll, we'll see how we go. Okay. And don't forget, BJ, to stay tuned throughout the show for info on how you can enter the Market City Meats Get Out Stakes competition. And don't forget, it's heat for. It's the final week of the quarterfinals, even though it's round one. We're going to call it the quarterfinals, <laughs> where we have Kate Whitten representing the jockeys, taking on Ben Karakata Plate winning Pierce, taking on uh, representing the trainers. Mm. So, ding donger. Kate Whitten. Who's your tip early? Kate Whitten versus Ben Pierce. Dead eight? Yeah. Yeah? I've written a few extra questions. We'll see whether we, with, we, whether we need <laughs> them or not. Oh, but you're full of confidence, aren't you? But I, well, I, just, uh, I, I actually thought Benny Pierce might um, might have a bit of uh, potential from mm. a mastermind point of view. So he's been around for a while. He's uh, got his finger on the pulse, so we'll see how we go. They just called him old and uh, mainly just old. We <laughs> get <laughs> yeah, Colin on scene as well. Yeah, hang on. Still upset. No, yeah. I've tried Cole a few times. I've, once you get rejected a few times, you stop trying, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I thought he would be, he'd be so heavily involved got mastermind. Got no guts. Yeah, right. All right, Cole. Well, there's <laughs> always there always a, there always an opening here at the one one for you, oh. Cole. If you want to, ever want to chime in, um, let's get cracking on Karakata Play Day preview. Guru, Rail is in the six meter position. Uh, what are we thinking after uh, we had such a firm deck last Saturday? What are we thinking for this Saturday? Well, we got some northerlies. Um, the great. We've got some northerlies, I think, in uh, in play. Eastleys, northerlies, uh, potential rain again. Who knows? I think we can't really allow for the rain, BJ. Just allow for a good four. If it rains on the day, then figure it out. But, uh, yeah, who knows how it'll play. Um, I'm just allowing. It's it's more likely to be on than off pace, but that doesn't mean it's going to be either. Either It's just more likely you to out? be on pace. Not allowed to. Still, a few that. of the material witness owners are heading out, but I think you have to book yeah, in. Yeah, right I'm now. on a uh, I'm on a table up in the flying colours. Oh, I was I got asked about it. No, I'm um, down south for the weekend. Going yeah, down with a few of the Douth, yeah. with a, a few of the uh, yeah, a few friends. I thought they might have uh, been getting you there to present the Karakata Plate trophy. Yeah, they need to do that. You know how like the well, Norm Smith well, medalist. I just, uh, just now just realised they haven't done that. It's just yeah. you've just. It's quite confronting. You should, you should be able to pass the torch on to the next winning connection. I think that should be a thing. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind that, yeah. actually. Bob just passes it to himself all the time. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't need that. Uh, race one is the Tab Touch West Speed Platinum Autumn Series Heat. I think we had Heat 1 last week. This is Heat 2. 1,100 metres. Some, a few of the same horses going around as well. But uh, funny little 
Westby Platinum to kick things off. Uh, funny uh, little Westspeed Platinum. That's another. Funny that's little. another way of saying this is absolutely DS. dog shit. This is <laughs> horrid. This is horrid. I'm going to go through all eight in yeah. a minute time. Me, okay. One, right. two, three. Sir Mambo. I don't think it ever wins another race. Like a Jaguar had the back of pink and grey. Had the right run to do everything right. Bar shoe goes on. I mean, it makes a lot of sense, but dearie me. Better when Bell, blinkers on, it cannot cannot race without blinkers off. So it blinkers on, barrier one. It, it's probably the one that's got a few things in its favour comparative to last start. Short talk just went that poorly. I can't consider it. Lord Lonsdale needs further. Pink and grey uh, just doesn't win. Doesn't just win. does not win horse races. Red Inferno was going pretty well. It's going okay, drawn all right. Again, it, it's from a yard. Yeah, you, you, I mean, what price do you want to take? And then Audi La um, will go around as the outsider of the field. But I tell you what, fresh. There's no reason it can't run a little bit of a race. Audi, Audi La either, either wins or runs 99 yeah, lengths last. So, 100%. Yeah. So it's just really, really poor. So the, the thing that struck me with this race is the fact that the horse that I can see improvement in from the fact that blinkers go on, it's drawn a gate. Field position. Um, field position is better than Bell. And, and in a very, very poor horse race, there's no way it, for me is $10, 11 that's, To me, that's the wrong price. I've marked favourite. I rushed this race. Yeah. I did this last. I was upset that I had to do this race. Um, yeah, I felt dumber afterwards. Um, but Bedouin Bell, I marked sub $5. So I'm going to have a little win bet, Bedouin Bell, $10, $11. And um, I'm happy with that. I'm happy I'm happy losing on Bedouin Bell, which is something I will not say very often. I remember the day I tipped um, Deck and Chemery, won't let me forget. Who did I tip? Sniffy Miss is my best of the day. I'm not tipping this as my best of the day, but I'm tipping Bedouin Bell. Thanks. And if Audi, Audi last shortened now, is it? Uh, I saw 30 bucks before. Yeah, anyway, I'll probably get out to that again. Yeah, but yeah. Just back the roughies here. Basically. Yeah, I, I They're all so bad. Yeah. What about what about Lord Lonsdale? The 1100 is a bit short for Lord Lonsdale, yeah. I suppose. Point, but, point of difference, maybe. Yeah. But yeah. For, for me, I uh, marked Red Inferno favourite. Yeah. <laughs> I was second favourite. Yeah. Yeah. So I was I was uh, 550 Red Inferno, 650 Better and Bell. So that was. Oh, the, you were 650 yeah. Better and Bell? Yeah. That yeah was, okay. that, I thought Better and Bell actually hit the line pretty I'm good. I'm basically the, the exact yeah. opposite in my mind. I'm 440 Better and Bell, 535 Red Inferno, and I've yeah. just respected Chris Neville like a Jaguar 535. Yeah, I, I was uh, 650, sorry, 750 for like a Jaguar as well. So, Pink and Grey will be popular, yeah. but have a look at it when it's had its chance to win. It's just so weak. Yeah, it's it almost, is it, just it's, it's so almost, weak. almost a horse who races better when it's not leading as well, do you think? Mm. Grey, I don't know. It's a funny, funny horse. Just yeah. when you think the planets are aligned for Pink and Grey, it just can't seem to get it done. Yeah. Uh, so, that's why I just thought Red Inferno had a couple of excuses down the straight at Pinjara first up. Uh, strips fitter can hold a spot from four. Um, won a race at Narrow really well last prep. Prior to that, ran third to Real Danger at Northern. Then it came to the town, was a fast finishing second midweek to Heavenly Waters, $6.50 SP that day. I think in a thin old race, field position early in its prep, 55 kgs dropping from 58 first up. I think uh, Red Inferno, Jade McNaught, I think uh, it's going to be hard to beat. And I can see exactly where you're going with Bedouin Bell. You're stuck for a bet here. Just lay the entire field because none of them might finish. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's a possibility. <laughs> this is pretty ordinary stuff. So, well, after a pretty soft old start to Caracatta Play Day, we've got a bit more talent going around in this three-year-old dash, Terry. Eleven hundred meters for the uh, for the three-year-olds. Some few a few smart horses. Smart, smart. <laughs> Nigel Smart horses. Your horses. Uh, do you remember Nigel Smart when he walked over the um, the coals? Do you ever see that? Mm, and he burnt the hell out. Familiar, of, burnt the hell out of his feet. No. <laughs> 
you know, Adelaide, you know, Adelaide, Adelaide Oval. It was like a spiritual retreat that Adelaide Crows were on, oh, and uh, they were like, it wasn't collective minds or <laughs> something like that. Like, actually, they should have done better, shouldn't they? And Nigel Smart was walking over these coals, like you, you know, you walk on hot coals mm-hmm. and it's not supposed to burn your feet and it burned the crap out of his. You know what? That you know what that doesn't sound. <laughs> Smart. Doesn't sound smart. Doesn't though, smart. No. Anyway, so uh, we digress, but we've got some uh, nice horses going around. Harmika mm. Medellon. Next Medel- two, Medel- two three-year-old races are great. Yeah, they're very good. Harmika, State of Power, Medellon, Rock and Rupert, the Snipperucci, Pat's got Sass, all genuine Saturday grade mm. three-year-olds squaring off on Karakata Plate Day. Race to 1,100 metres. Early thoughts on uh, on the way that the market has shook out this morning? Yeah, I think the market's sort of make, uh, making sense now. It's a race I really want to play, but I'm not – there's there's two ways two ways two ways this race is run BJ mm-hmm. um, because you've got quite a lot of speed in this so I I can't imagine there'll be much um, intent from either of the two ruffies in the current market Wuhan Warrior or Diamond Blue to probably hand up after what happened I think they'll both want to be going forward Harmika Lucy and Adam they've shown their hand they're happy to sort of park behind them so Harmika probably just ends up on the um, on the back of those two potentially on the back of Wuhan Warrior. Um, which could end up with Metallon drawn out wide coming across. It could end up that there isn't all that much room, and that that's one thing that worries me. Being on the back, I always like if you're going to be on the back of a horse, especially over a sprint journey, you want to be on one that's going to take you nicely into the race, and that worries me a little bit. So if Harmaker gets held up, um, and then has to sprint alongside State of Power and Rock and Rupert, um, mm. the race just might be set up for State of Power and Rock and Rupert to come down the outside and get into it. Rock and Rupert can even jump and settle closer. So that's what worries me. I think the winner definitely comes from those three runners. Um, I, I'm pretty happy to put a line through the rest. Big watch, Snipperucci, but I need to see how it's going to go with a sit in a race because I presume that's going to be the tactics after watching the trial. Mm-hmm. Um, but I need to see that in a race. If it beats me, it beats me. So be it. I'm, I'm fine with that. Um, Metallon, I couldn't couldn't back with your money. That'll be my lay of the day. Spoiler alert. I'm go I'm sixteen seventeen eight dollars. Metallon. Go yeah. for. Oh, after would nearly, you, would nearly you, my best of the day last start. And would you go forward or go back? Metallon. Yeah. Uh, I'd probably go forward yeah. because um, I said I think Rock and Rupert stayed a power, and they're going to try and ride Snipperucci cold. So even if Jade can't get to the breeze, the one one's not a complete impossibility. Um, coming from last, you're going to out-sprint State of Power, Rock and Rupert. I'm not sure. But it's not, it, it depends. Maybe you look at this as an opportunity to learn something, yeah. about, the, learn something about the horse. So I wouldn't be um, – I don't think I'd be critical either way, which, yeah. whichever way they decide to ride it. But it's, it's just a difficult – Jade's a bit unlucky here because McGrady's had two good draws and, and he's and it's run two good races. Jade now hops on from a draw where – and even if I'm sure McGrady's on the horse, I've still got it – considerably longer than the current market. So it's a race I like to bet into because I have it so much longer. Yeah, yeah. But I'm just struggling to – I think under normal conditions, Harmaker gets off their backs at the right time goes, it'll it'll probably win. But I just have a, a sneaking suspicion that the shape of this race and the way I've got it mapped, um, State of Power, Rock and Rupert, could be the ones down the outside. So I'm $3.25 Harmika, three sixty State of Power. I'm a bit surprised. I could have been probably a bit longer there and $4.80 Rock and Rupert. So potentially there's a couple of bets there. But at this stage, like – yeah, this stage I'm pretty happy to just continue to think. I'm not really sure exactly how we'll go about it, but I think one of those three, you, you could just about create a little book. What are they, three, five, seven? That's boring as anything, you know, but you could just about create a little book with those three. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I'm yeah, i pretty confident they're the three that will fight out the finish. I was 320 Harmika. Yep. I think Harmika can breeze and win. Interesting to know. Breeze. Interesting to know. Do you reckon Diamond Blue will... Or who's it breezing at? Because Diamond Blue was quicker than Wuhan Warrior last start. Yeah. And what they do with Metallon is interesting. Say Metallon does go back. Um, 
BJ, then Lucy's got the opportunity to stay out of the speed battle and hop to the back of the one-one. Yeah, um, it's just yeah. I don't want to allow for a horse to get all. All, all I was going to say is that just just be uh, check scratchings uh, punters because Wuhan Warriors and Acceptor at Pinjarra on Sunday. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that. Yeah, just just double check because I th- I thought it was I thought I caught it in the noms. Oh look, that's that's the thing. I might be allowing for that, and then Wuhan Warrior comes out. You yeah. get bugger all deductions, and Harmika then probably just about. Well, they should instruct it to lead. Yeah. They should really say, just just kick on. If, if Harmaker leads it, it should be all over. So. Yeah, if Harmaker can pinch a march on State of yeah. Power and Rock and Rupert, Snipperucci, those, and depending on what they do with metal on uh, field position-wise, I think Harmaker's just got, is in a spot where it can, uh, we're, we're, we can sort of dominate and control the race from its field position. And Smart Philly got over the top of Other One Sun the other day. That form's good, which we'll be talking about him shortly. Um, That's the problem though. We're both three, uh, we're both three twenty. She's into three bucks now. Brad went up about four fifty, which was definitely a. When Medlon and Harmika met uh, two starts ago, Medlon had field position on Harmika. I don't expect that to be the case again on Saturday. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot more in Harmika's favour here yeah. than from that from that start. But um, yeah, three dollars isn't going to get me. But I wouldn't begrudge people. But with what you said about Wuhan Warrior, that changes the whole race. So I'm yeah. just, even though there's a couple that are overs here, it's because I'm so long metal and I'm probably just going to stay out till, stay out till the day. And um, yeah, it's a good horse race. Yeah, it's not. That was really non-committal, wasn't it? Yeah, Harmika for me, but um, I uh, again, we we're sort of we're in a bit of yeah. limbo here with uh, Wuhan Warrior being such an important piece of the puzzle from a from a race shape point of view. So uh, we'll, Rock and Rupert's last run was going to go close. Yeah. It was super, and and look if. If Wuhan Warrior stays in, then the seven dollars Rock and Rupert, if that hangs around, that that just about probably comes about, you know. Yep. Maybe saving state of power and taking on Harmika in that sense. But if Wuhan Warrior comes out, then then those two drift dramatically, and I don't want to take a price about either of them now. So yeah. I can't really comment on a race that's going to change shape on Saturday morning potentially. Hold fire, yep. hold fire. Uh, race three, another three odd race, another doozy, fourteen hundred meters this time, and uh, we've got probably three really really quality horses. Other One's son, River Rubicon, and Catelpa. But Other One's son, is he's the one who's dominating proceedings from a betting point of view of the market, Terry. Yeah, he certainly is. Um, yeah, I, I'm a big Other One's son fan. I Just ever since he ran second to a Halatorian on debut, which is really, really strong form, BJ, um, running second to a, um, to a horse of, of that quality, it's just, especially on debut, isn't that? It's just, it's just, uh, it really says you're going to have a good career. So that caliber, um, caliber. but uh, <laughs> what I liked about um, other one son, first up, no trial. Harmika's a, a fit sprinter. Uh, he actually gave Harmika a kilo as well. I probably took a kilo more. There was more money for other one son. Not that I put too much, uh, too much into that. But um, look, I just think other one son, 55, 64 and a 62 plus. The biggest dangers drawn the widest. Uh, has to carry four and a half kilos more, and I think other one's son may be a more progressive horse. That that's just subjective. That's we're not really sure about that. Look, I, I just think bad luck beats other one's son. I'm a dollar sixty, dollar sixty five. I just think this is your um, this is your good thing for the day. Even money, and I'm I'm pretty happy having a, a really good go. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I sort of I'm not going to overthink it. I thought that this was the the um, yeah the, banker. The yeah, this was the one. J Dub. Yeah, especially with the the. I mean, okay, so you're Steve Wolf and Paul Harvey. What are you thinking River Rubicon here tactically? 
Uh, you probably go forward yeah. in saying that. You're going to have Corn Cobb, which will be ridden for speed. I think KMA will be ridden quieter here, even though yeah. it breezed last time out. Um, that was day-related. The three down the bottom, the three roughies, none of them have a huge amount of speed. No. So they're all probably midfield or worse, and they're basically not in the race. You can worry about them ever taking market percentage. KMA will only drift from, what is it at the moment? Last I looked, it was about seven, eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. $8. So KMA is only going to wobble from that price. Catalpa was a Catalpa was a really... I didn't think it was a well-thought-out steer at all last start, to be honest with you. I didn't have a bet. It was too short for me. It was the one I wanted to be on, one I would have tipped. Yeah. Um, but with the amount of speed in that race, I just thought stay out of the speed battle come late, and they tried to hold a spot, which just to me was completely wild. A little bit of a story about that. I did a little quick quaddy, and again, my form was limited last week, but um, took two in the last leg, Catalpa and Recapitulate, EJ. Oh, wow. Yep. Well done. No, not well done. What? Bazoom. Oh, you didn't have Bazoom? Didn't have Bazoom, no. So anyway, you're not alive in the quaddy, right? Yeah. Not alive. In, I decided to take a stand against the three-year-old against the old horses, which is really smart against Danny Morton, the way he's training at the moment. Hi, Danny. And um, comes to the last, and um, I just thought, oh, I can't even, nah, nah. didn't get to my price, Catalpa. Didn't even think about back and recapitulate. So <laughs> just proper peanut. What just just jumping into jar peanut boy butter. Hill? Yeah, he can train, can he? Hey, Horses are improving, impro- improving panels for him. You just got to give him a natural plus two, three, four lengths. So, um, yeah, he's doing a great job. Do the horses for this is something I probably don't want to give away too much, but the horses for Elva Van Merwick, I think they might work together. I have no idea. I just know he used to ride for her. All of hers are going better than ever as well. So I presume that there might be some. Yeah, I, I'm, he, I I'm think purely he, guessing. I, think he's I have no from idea. Her property, but um, you can he, just, all of her horses are going better than they ever he, have as well by sure, a few lengths. Sure, he was apprenticed to Elva as well. There you go. So I think that might be a bit of uh, there. Might be something rubbing off there as well. So, so Paddy Carby <clears> was three wide, no cover the entire last sat down. Catalpa. From one though, he's going to box it. You yeah, imagine from 100%. there, and um, just uh, just whether Catalpa is at the level of other ones, Sun and River Rubicon. Nice horse, Catalpa. Reckon he might be a length or so behind those two, these two at the head of the market. Myself, so I've marked them actually equal second favourites. Um, both just shy of seven bucks. So um, yeah, it's just other ones, Sun for me, BJ. Even to be honest. To be honest, a dollar ninety-five just about is a bet. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not a suburban money punter, um, but yeah, I'm pretty happy to uh, pretty happy to get stuck in if we can just see just a two. That'd be lovely. Yeah, other one, son, uh, for me, uh, he's going to elevate off that first up run. He, the the improvement first up to second up last prep, you can only mm-hmm. imagine what's going to happen again yep. on Saturday. And if he gets if he gets uh, a race shape to suit out in front, lead. Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, just hold yeah. out corn cob. Yeah, hold out corn cob. If corn cob's desperate, then. Um, yeah, Corn Cobb's run good races leading and good races sitting in Geraldton. Yeah, so I really like, I really like. Yeah, Corn nice Cobb. horse. One of my favourites. Corn. I Cobb. went through its replays and it's right. one from last and it's one yep. in front. So it's got some. It's four from seven. Yep. Four from. Nah, seven. Corn Cobb can be a little bit juicy at times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, we'll <laughs> we'll uh, we'll see how Corn Cobb goes. Uh, run into a pretty hot race here, but um, yeah, Green. other one, other one, Sun uh, is the uh, the banker. I think for most people on Carrickana Plate Day. Yeah, yeah. Race four is the Old Comrade Stakes. Old Comrade, one of my all-time favourite horses. Australian Cup winner, Railway Stakes winner, multiple Kingston Town Classic winner. Cheesy was a good horse. It was a shame that uh, he went and missed when he did, and we didn't get uh, to see the very, very best of him. He was a potential Cox Plate horse. Was mm. Old Comrade, and uh, in the Cerise and White, Lindsay Smith, back in the day. Um, so we celebrate on Old Comrade. With this, uh, with this feature race, race four, the 1,600 metres. It's basically the Grandstand Cup replicated. Plus si- playing Marika. Plus playing Marika, six-horse field. The plus playing Marika does yeah. does throw an interesting element into the race, though, Terry. 
The old drop five kilos leaders back off seven days. You ever heard that playing Rico goes well off seven days, VJ? Might, might have been I feel once, like I'm on repeat twice. <laughs> I feel like I'm on repeat with that. I actually wrote down the numbers again just for interest's sake. So playing Marika on the one week backup is six starts, four wins, one second, one third. That includes one time when it backed up from a trial from a Monday to a Saturday. I did that very quickly, so don't quote that as gospel. But basically, it goes very good. On the short backup, so goes good, does it? On the yeah, short backup, very good on the yeah. short backup, and it's yeah. going to it sh- should be grabbing the back of son of a god here. You'd yep. suggest so, uh, massive hope. I'm 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 actually I've got uh, playing Marika second favorite, Oof. BJ, and I don't have son of a god favorite. So I have got son of a god, and I was very keen son of a god last start. Um, I just think under the race conditions, uh, under how this race will be run, uh, not under how this race will be run. Sorry, just just under what we saw last start in the grandstand i can't see dom to shoot not turning the tables here um i think that with coming around failing twice they might let to come let coming around fall back her out. Yeah. yeah that's my thought process bruce almighty comes to the breeze son of a god leads playing marika leaders back and in the one one is um dominic is Dom, and then if Dom peels and lets down like it did last start, or seven or eight off him at the top of the straights, end up being beaten 2.9 um, in a race that Son of a God really dominated. I I think the two extra kilos, just everything. For me, there's just too much in the Dom to shoot column um, under normal conditions for it not to turn the table, especially on a Son of a God's not – Mr. Reliable either, you'd say. So, yeah, I, thought um, been, I thought his last two preps have been pretty good, though. Yeah, like he, he has been pretty he's good. He's been holding, yep. holding his his form. Uh, even that first up run at Pinjarra, this was a lot better than it reads. And his run in the race at Capo won. The Bunbury Stakes yep. was excellent. Yeah, went So I, th- I think Simon has got him in a good spot. And even the other day, he was he sort of charged out in front for Brad Pan. And I thought everyone that's, that's sort of on him will be getting a bit concerned uh, mid-race because he was just so fierce. But... I didn't even watch it. I was that confident, I reckon. Yeah, I, just, yeah. I was at that point of the day where it just thought it doesn't matter. Whatever, yeah. I'm back and wins here. <laughs> yeah. it, and he just kept rolling. So, I don't know, like Dom's flying, but I still think Son of God's flying as well. So, yep, that um, certainly is. The, um, you're right, though. If 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 Dom can get and Lakdar can be 1-1, then he's going to make things really interesting because he's, uh, he's, he's, he's peaking Dom to shoot. Yeah, he's a duck, isn't he? Yeah. Yeah, he certainly is. So, yeah. um, do you get that one? Yeah, peaking. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, look, I just think basically if you repeat those runs, just being four lengths closer, two kilos, especially up to the mile as well. I think the, up this, the, the rise to the mile probably suits Dom more, but I'm not, not sold on that. Son of a God looks to be progressive in regards to the distance that he's getting as well. But I, I just just think from that race, trying to be proactive rather than reactive. We, we found Son of a God last start. We were very keen Son of a God last start. I was a very big knock I'm Dom to shoot last start from the barrier. Just think you the sc- way this sc- rate's... You scoffed at me. Yeah, I did. Which, which, is, an, right. which is an unusual. Yeah, no, I was going to say, <laughs> I scoff at you every third race, don't I? <laughs> Have I scoffed at you yet? Yeah, uh, let me tip. Um, ready to start. Up to yeah. Anyway, so I'm, I'm pretty... Um, yeah, pretty keen. I'm two dollars sixty. I think it'll start favourite. Um, Dom to shoot. I, I'm really. Yeah, I think it has to. I think it has to. Maybe I'm wrong. As a okay. first for everything. Uh, Dom to shoot two sixty, and then I'm I'm actually four seventy. Son of a god, four seventy playing Marika on the service. That probably looks a bit long. Uh, son of a god, but I think Dom will trade around three three twenty three forty. I don't know something like that. Okay. So um, yeah, Dom to shoot for me, and if playing Marika gets to some of it can be a forgotten horse. If playing Marika gets out to eight nine ten dollars, you've got to have something on yeah. playing Marika as well. Yeah. So I don't I don't think the other three can win. Okay, I'm going to stick with some, Son of a God. Going to be a good race. I think Son of a God dictating out in front. Uh, I'm not sold on Dom to shoot getting that 
one one. Even if but it's I two, know what, I, even if it's if two, it's two one, one, I'm still okay because last start it was it was effectively going to be two or three lengths off that. Yeah. So <clears throat> I'm still okay if it's the two one. Um, obviously, if you if you're not taking early price, which you probably don't need to rush in too rush, much, yeah. you can um, assess what's happening very early, and if that rail looks lightning, then you can then reconsider to some degree. But yep. I won't be reconsidering. Okay. All right, son of God for me, Dom to shoot for Terry. Do you get any of the big price, Bruce Almighty? <laughs> I'm uh, sorry, mate. I've been completely out of the loop here. Tell me about this Bruce Almighty. Situation. Oh, I haven't seen much of it. I think um, Tab Touch just accidentally missed a decimal point, went up seventy or eighty or ninety bucks or something. So there's <laughs> a few people that are a bit upset on the tweet that their bets have been cancelled. But um, yeah, I'm not one that's going to be on the corporates side all that often, BJ. But uh, it was clearly an error. Yeah. So you just just cop it. I think move on. What just, what was what's Brad doing? Yeah, I think I think it was Brad's fault as well. I think yeah. Brad might have cooked it himself as well. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's a six horse field. Bruce's on, I and mean, it's a very easy race to mark. It's yeah. always about six seven dollar chance. So I dare say the decimal points just been missed out. And uh, <laughs> a few people are a bit uh, a bit stiff that they've um, not got to keep their ninety to one or seventy to one. So, yeah, I think there's in in a in a punting landscape where there's a lot of battles to fight. Mm. This isn't one of them. Yeah. This is not one of them. Just let this one go. Yeah, which is unusual for, for, for you, Terry, to be on the side of it. Because the, uh, there's going to be many more battles I want to fight. <laughs> if, if, you start throwing your, uh, if you start throwing your sword into every single battle, it becomes meaningless. Yeah, fair enough. So uh, that is the Old Comrade Stakes uh, on Thanks. Saturday Race 4. Let's take a break and we'll be back with Trainer versus Jockey, Mundaring Hotel, WA Racing, Mastermind, Ben Pierce, Kate Whitten. Let's go. All right, BJ. It's now time for Heat 4 of the Jockeys vs. Trainers, Mundaring Hotel, Mastermind, WA Racing, sorry BJ, Mastermind Competition. They'll be joining, by the way, Chris Parnham, Mitchell Pateman and Jordan Turner. Two jockeys, one trainer. Uh, we'll be, and we've got two more to go to head to head here, BJ. Yeah, so we've got, we've had three heats. This is Heat, the fourth and final heat, Uh Kate Witten and Ben Pierce, but first of all, let's give a big shout out to the team. The Monday up at the Mundaring Hotel, heart of the hills since 1899, located in Jacoby Street, Mundaring. If you're in the neighbourhood, drop in. See Ian Butchie O'Connor, O'Connor, the publican. Say good day. Let him know that you listen to the one one. There's a lot happening up there at the Mundaring. We've got feed, flutter, a few froffies, big deck, uh, good fun. So um, yeah, make sure you. Give uh, say hello to Butchie and he'll look after you. That's for sure and certain. So, uh, as we mentioned before, we've got our jockey Kate Witten. We've got our trainer Ben Pierce. Let's bring in Kate to the show. Kate Witten, welcome to the one one. Yeah. Good to have you on, Kate. Quite excited. Timmy Timmy Gears, your manager, your partner, he's thrown under the throwing you under the bus a little bit here and said, "No, Kate's gonna Kate's gonna go super. Uh, very confident in her abilities. Uh, do you share his? Uh, do you share Timmy's confidence?" No, not at all. <laughs> I love how you're setting the bar nice and low very early. Um, <laughs> while, while we got you on here, I wanted to ask you about the run of um, for your father, uh, Dash Doll. That was last Sunday? Last Sunday. Was it BJ? What, was it yep. Wednesday? Was it Wednesday? Sunday. Saturday. 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 No, yeah. It was, yeah, no, it was Saturday. Uh, it was a super run from yeah. Dash Doll. I think what we've seen in the past, we used to seeing Dash Doll dashing out in front. Uh, you must have right. been, been pretty happy with, uh, with that return. Yeah, yeah, really happy. I mean, first up 10 months since his race last. So, yeah, we're really happy with their efforts. Hey, Kate, how's the comeback going? You seem to uh, you seem to have been back uh, with a bit of continuity in the saddle for a while now. Uh, a couple of country cups under the belt. Uh, how's, how's life uh, as a jockey again? Uh, yeah, it's not too bad. 
I'm not going to lie, it's not easy. Um, coming back, like, obviously, I finished my time and fell off fairly soon afterwards. So, sort of having to re-establish myself again as a senior jockey, um, it's been tough, but I'm doing it. So just just let the listeners know what what, what happened. I, I know you had th- was it three knee surgeries that that impacted you or that left you on the sidelines, and you've been you're in recovery mode for a long time there before you made your you come back towards the end of last year. Just let the listeners know on what what's been happening for, yeah. for Kate. Um, so I fell off at, at uh, Belmont Trials on the sixth of January, I think it was, um, twenty twenty, and and I made a turn back at Mora. In October 21, so yeah, nearly two years off. Um, I had two knee surgeries. I've done every ligament in my left knee except for the PCL. So um, yeah, it's not a great knee. How's the body holding up back uh, to the rigors of race riding? Yeah, it's good. It's good now. I've sort of learned. I know my body now. I know what I need to do to be able to maintain it. So yeah, no, I have no problems with it now. Oh, well, very good, Kate. It's good to see you back in the saddle, and um, I'm sure uh, I'm sure you're enjoying uh, being able to fulfil your dream of uh, of race riding and winning a few country cups along the way. Well, well, I thought you were going to say the dream was being on the mastermind, DJ. <laughs> yeah, well, of course, there's, there's always that. Hey, um, yeah, so yeah, it's good to see you back out there, Kate. Now let's introduce our trainer, Benny Pierce. What a week! What a week to get Benny Pierce on because you know he won this race, BJ, back in 2019, didn't you, Benny? Yeah, that's right. Uh, um, yeah, it was a good win, and um, uh, we were all pretty excited at the time, and um, yeah, good to get that Karakata plate winner. What do you mean, at the time? Gee, it's been, how long's it been? It's been three years, and I reckon I'm uh, I'm just as excited. The best part about Karakata Week is I get to make an excuse to watch the replay 400 times. Most most weeks, I don't actually have an excuse to watch the replay, but uh, <laughs> you got a couple of uh, you got a couple of runners this week. You, you haven't had much luck with the barrier draws recently, have you, Benny? But I reckon they're both really, really nice horses, and I don't think you're beating Amelia's Jewel, all things being equal, but all things aren't always equal in two-year-old races, as we know, and um, yeah, I don't reckon you, you're completely completely impossible, Benny. No, they are both nice horses. Um, our fear is she, Mama, I don't think she's drawn that bad. She comes into barrier nine with the scratching mm-hmm. um, and she's just got that natural gait speed. Um, so she'll um, she'll jump and um, and she'll be able to cross relatively easy um, and uh, hopefully she can just get a little bit easier in front. That last start in the gym crack, um, uh, they really served it up to them in front, um, put her under pressure and, um, and she was... Um, she was the one standing out of the three that were um, that were there charging for the lead. So we um, we were pretty happy with the run, and she's come through it good. Um, Galaxy Affair, uh, you know, I think he's a really nice horse, and um, sort of moving forward towards the size in two weeks' time, I think that um, that could be a really nice race for him. But yeah, he's drawn awkward there. Um, but his his last three runs have all been sensational. Mm, yeah. um, um, he, he won sitting three deep, no cover, and then his last two, he's. Um, um, got back and um, hasn't had much luck, and he's been charging home late. Yeah, so two runners in the Karakata, Polizia and Chicklet, also in the uh, on the undercard there uh, for the Pierce brothers on Saturday. But uh, let's get rolling on our mastermind heat four, Terry, okay. for uh, our jockey versus trainer tournament. Okay, guys, Kate, Ben, your names are your buzzers, and to be crowned this week's mastermind. You'll need to be the first contestant to answer three questions correctly. Okay. Jockey, are you ready? 
ready. Trainer, are you ready? Yep. I still hate doing that. I reckon we need to get Pete Evans back. Seriously, I'll just record <laughs> Pete doing it. He's so much better. That's horrible. Okay, three, two, one. Who am I? My first ride as a jockey was on a horse by the name of Hexa Pack back in 2002. While I spent the majority of my career in Western Australia, I have ridden in Victoria, New South Wales, South Australia, Queensland, the Northern Territory, and internationally. At age 36, I have now ridden 2,880 winners, including 15 Group 1s, with my total uh, prize earnings. Ben. ben. Uh, Damien Lane. Negative. It's all yours, Kate. Uh, with my total prize earnings now eclipsing $100 million. Despite all my success, I've only ridden one Karakata Plate winner, which was back in 2007 for Fred Kersley. I'm the proud owner of a pogo stick and a wand, and despite no longer being based in Western Australia, and am still riding plenty of winners on the eastern seaboard. Who am I? Pikey? It is. <laughs> it is, Pikey. The pokers. Yeah, you learned a little bit early. Well, yeah, there, there were minimal options there, I reckon. So I, I felt I went for I such mean, an obvious one that uh, I felt that somebody might go for a mean, or something early. I mean, I originally thought it was Damien Lane too. So <laughs> that was the throw. I thought, uh, as I said, it, I questioned the age. But, um, <laughs> I think Hexa. What was the first horse? Hexa Pack. Was that at Mount Magnet or something? I don't know. Just, a, I think the it was. website told me that was I, his first ride. I think he's come a fair way since then. Pikey's obviously riding at uh, Royal Randwick this Saturday. He's going to ride in four or five group ones. So best of luck Snow to the Wiz. Snow Hexapack. That's exactly right. Uh, okay, Kate Whitten, one. Ben Pierce yet to score. Next question. Multi-choice. Name the last filly to win the Karakata Plate. Watch me dance. Lucy May or ben. Whispering Brook. Ben. Ben. Uh, I might have got a bit early here too. Uh, whispering Brook. Incorrect. Kate. Oh, I would have gone that. Lucy May. Lucy May. Oh, oh Benny, <laughs> your back's against the wall here, Benny. You're three back the fence. There's a wall of horses in front of you. Can you find a gap, Benny? Can you find a gap? <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to be battling. Jeez, uh, I would have gone Whispering Brook there as well. If he, uh, if he gets up, you're going to have to throw the Ben Pierce dug deep and one for <laughs> sure. All righty. Question number three. Kate two, Ben zero. Old Comrade defeated which champion West Australian to claim the 2002 Australian Kate. Cup? Kate. Kate. Oh, actually, uh, I went too early. <laughs> Have a guess. <laughs> Hang on, Kate, um, Kate gets it. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> She's got it. Kate Whitten. <laughs> Kate Whitten has stumbled her way to a 3-0 victory in the mastermind, of Benny. course. Of course, it's Old Comrade Stakes uh, week, weekend uh, on Karakata Plate Day as well. So we've thrown in Old Comrade question there. And, of course, he knocked off Northerly to win the 2002 Australian Cup for Paul Harvey and Lindsay Smith, Benny Pierce, Kate Whitten. Unbelievable. Do you know who, Do you know whose reaction I want to this? Colin Pierce's reaction. <laughs> that, that's who I'm most interested in. I, I want to hear, oh, I want to hear what big Colin has to say. He was asked to go on the show. <laughs> and, he, uh, and he knocked it back. Multiple yeah, that times. Is very, that is correct. I, I've, chased, I've chased Colin several times. Now that you've come on and got whapped, got whapped, got whapped, <laughs> uh, got whapped three, three zip, I reckon he might be keen to come on now because then he has to get one right to, uh, to well, best his young fella. Cup time. 
It's time to shine. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly right. But uh, well done, Kate. You joined the uh, the illustrious crew through. So what have we got through in the end? We've got three jockeys, Chris Parnham, Jordan Turner, and Kate Whitten, and a recently retired jockey, now trainer, in Mitchell Pateman. Are, uh, we, are we seeing a trend here? I'm confused. Kate, Who? when you said you went too early, who did you? what was your initial thought? Well, no, I thought you asked a different – like, that is – I thought you asked a different question, then I was like, oh, shit, now I'm going to start to guess. <laughs> <laughs> you just said a horse's name and it was the wrong one. <laughs> yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, that's brilliant. That, that is, is great. Like the, that. the other possibility could have been Bomber Bill. <laughs> didn't he, uh, he, won a, uh, he won an Australia Cup, didn't he? Or Australia Stakes, maybe. Yeah, uh, Australia, Australia Stakes. I think Bomber Bill and uh, Let Go Tomo might have won Australia Stakes for WA. But, um, but yeah, Benny Pierce, thanks for coming on. That was good fun. Kate Whitten, a $100 gift voucher to the Mundaring is in the mail and uh yeah another, and uh Kate are you going to be, a will be happy with that one yeah, <laughs> yeah. he certainly will be and now Kate you know what your commitment is moving forward now you're into the semis and you we've you've got to you've got to come back and have another go yeah all right may as well <laughs> I clicked that one so Oh dear! Yeah, yeah. I think you're the, is, was that the first three nil or last week was a uh, last week was three nil okay, as well. Yeah, so, so yeah, basically equal number one seed. Uh, yes, yeah, yeah. The market's gonna uh, I, have to take. Hopefully, real. I don't come up against Chris. Yeah, well, it will be a random draw. Yeah. It will be a random draw. Okay, <laughs> very good. All right, thanks again, Kate Whitten and Ben. Uh, awesome stuff, mate. Thanks for uh, for chiming in, having a go, and good luck in the Caracatta on Saturday. No worries. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Well, how about that, Guru? Didn't see that coming. That was uh, good. I did it? not see that coming whatsoever. So, so, so uh, Benny Pierce has jumped the gun on the Who Am I? Yep. He jumped and the gun. And that's the reason I went for because <laughs> Pikey seems so obvious, but I thought it looked too obvious. So, I thought people would, uh, there might be some answers around him. And that's what we got. Yeah. Jumped the gun on the multi choice yep. as well. And uh, then, and then Kate, Kate's, Kate's gone early on the, on the question three and guessed it was the mighty northerly. Uh, wow. That's one of the more incredible masterminds for the <laughs> You always think like Ben actually played a really good game. Yeah. He actually played really well. Yeah. I reckon we've got to get Ben on again in uh, in coming uh, coming weeks and months. Maybe the grudge match against Cole, I, I think there's some or even against Dan. I think there's some potential there for Benny. 100%, for sure. yeah. yeah. I, I think the 3-0 doesn't completely do justice to the yeah, performance. The scoreboard doesn't reflect. Yeah, the, uh, e- yeah, exactly right. I remember Watto's reward went down by 9.8 lengths at Esperance about yes. three months ago, BJ, and I didn't deserve to lose by <laughs> 9.8 lengths. That reminds me of what just happened to Benny Pierce. It's a little bit of a Watto's reward for... So and, then, and then, and then, the of BP. course, Watto's reward came out and won the uh, did come out Norseman Cup. Or something, yeah, didn't yeah. it? Yeah. Won its next start as well. Actually, <laughs> for all those playing at home. So. Anyway, I don't know how we ended up at Watto's reward, but we did, and that is the beauty of the Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind, the fourth and final heat of our jockey versus trainer. Recap, Terry, what's happening? Who's through to the semis? Oh, I'm I'm confused. It's all been too much for yeah. me. We have got, so from week one, uh, BJ, from week one we had, uh, dear mate, Mitchell Pateman uh, defeated Stevie Parnham. Correct, 3-2. Week two we had Jordan Turner defeated LK Fernie. 3-2. In another very tight tussle. And then mm. a couple of washes of whiteness, mm. a couple of white washes. We've had Chrissy Parnham has just said, I'm sorry, Sarah Childs, 3-0. Yeah. Yeah. And Katie Whitten has said, I'm sorry, Benny Pierce, 3-0. Yeah. Not even giving him a look in. Yeah, I reckon I reckon Chris took the mastermind form into the saddle last Saturday because he yeah. just went bang, bang, bang. You're right, seven winners or something? Something like that. But yeah. I reckon that our last two uh, defeated trainers, both Sarah Childs and Ben Pierce. 
uh, have mastermind potential, and I think we need post just, post, run, in, just run into a good one yeah, on the day. Post tournament, uh, I think we need to get both. Hayley's isn't a bad horse. That's yeah. the thing, you know. Just kept running into black caviar. Yeah, it's like yeah. Exactly right. Kate, Kate's just caught black caviar as well. She'll, she'll be happy with that, I reckon. I think she'll be pretty happy with that. But we'll do a draw. How are we going to do it? During the week, we'll do a little. Uh, we'll do a little draw, uh, which will just come up with the two semi finals. Two semi finals, and of course, I think you might have to put a uh, like a mock market. I'll up definitely as do well. a market. I might even see if Bearfair might chuck one up. Worries, yeah. never <laughs> know. And this is it's not regulated. All as you can tell, it's not regulated all that well. Um, but yeah, I, I can't see why they wouldn't. Yeah, so we're going to have a bit of fun with this moving into the. Any, any even money you can get, any, anything above even money for Chris Barnum, just have a feel. Okay. That's, that's your best of the day, I reckon. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. pretty sharp, yeah. isn't he? Very sharp. So, yeah, moving. So, next week will be our WATC Derby edition, and it'll be the first of our two semi finals. So, very much looking forward to that. So, that is our Mundaring Hotel WA Racing Mastermind Heat Fort of the Jockey vs. Trainer Tournament done. And uh, let's get moving back on this preview for. Uh, Caracatta Plate Day. Let's do it. And we are back. Race five on Caracatta Plate Day is the Amelia Park Lamb Handicap. Uh, you would, I don't know, like the last week and this week, do you feel like the the un, undercard for such big days is, I don't know, there's there's, there's something's not quite something's missing from our um, good horses. Or <laughs> yeah, like the, the, the from a programming point of view, it's it's very. Oh, I don't know if it's pro- is it just is it just horses? Yeah, I don't know. Like I I, I see what's happening because we have got country cups on at the moment. Um, no Bunbury on the Pinjarra cups on Sunday, so obviously there's no feature. There's no place to put the feature stayers on. Mm. Um, the Phillies and mares is in the is on the off week. The three year olds is on the. the Staying three odds on, so I think maybe the um, there was just not enough feature races to go around. But still, I just feel like there should be some more quality on these big days. So whether it's a programming thing or whether it's just the time of the year, but um, just a little bit disappointed on the strength of the 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 overall cards for the last mm-hmm. two weeks. And I guess this is leading into this this race here. This is a um, where we got here forty hundred meter graduation with um, the informed team Taylor. Heading the market here with gold merits, lucky lacta Ramoli, two dollars ninety, two dollars eighty gold, uh, gold merits. That's a little bit thin, isn't it? A little bit thin, but it was an absolute moral beaten last start. Yeah, well, it's coming out of those West Speed Platinum races, BJ. They're bloody awful, to be honest. Um, but this, I don't think, is not necessarily a huge amount better. No. Um, geez, the rest of the program, I'm I'm struggling to get much. Very enthused. It's really another one, son. Dom to shoot double seven yep. bucks for me. That's really where my mindset is for the day. But um, yeah, I think I think these type of races are probably important just to sort of monitor how how it's playing to this point in time. Um, are we going to to see sort of the rain come and on pace day? Is a horse like Timescale going to be able to hold out mm. Invictus Domini here? Um, are you willing to speculate on a really promising big bloke like Invictus Domini needing that run first up because it was a month between trial and race? And rather rather than being an issue, being conditioning, yeah, yeah, exactly yeah. right. I'm I'm probably not, um, but I can understand people that were gold merits was the eye catcher. Uh, makes complete and utter sense. They deserve a win. She really does deserve a win, gold merit. She's flying. I think she yeah. gets along really well with Lactar as well. Very well, yep. Um, the run with Chris on us, I, th- I think Chris gave her a 10 out of 10. Maybe she just didn't get along as well with Chris that day. I, I'm not too sure because she she was in a position, if she lets down like she did um, three back all last start, then she probably wins that race. So always needs luck with the way she races. Same as Blow Me Out and Go Bella. I don't think there's much between them. Go Bella should have won more horse races. Hasn't had much luck in its whole, her whole career. So the yeah. two from 15 isn't a fair indication of where she's at. 
Um, interesting thing to note for me in this race, looking for something a bit off-centre, about five minutes after nominations came up, Karanis, um, Chrissy Pine was booked to ride for Michael Grant and Karanis without even seeing what was else was in the race. Yeah. And I know that um, Laney had one pennies a field. Brad's got, yeah, Brad's got 50% of it. Yeah, um, yeah they had, um, yeah, that was in the race, but he was already booked. So whether, and it was a pretty soft trial. He's basically sat up on it throughout. So yeah, it was it, a good Whether trial. the lads reckon they've got one ready to go here first. Mm-hmm. That's the, you know what I mean? That's a little feel it gives me that it's the instant booking, no thought process about riding anything else. First, um, first start for Michael Grantham after Jared Noski. Uh, yeah. So that's that's the one that sort of makes me think what's going on here. But mm. I am I am purely speculating. I got no real idea. Um, yeah, I'm time scale favourite just on map. I think it gives that kick, and one day we'll kick and keep going. Keep going, yeah. But I'm, I don't really want to back time scale either, to be honest with you. So maybe a little spec bet on Karanis, but what price are we talking Karanis at the moment? Oh, it's shortened, is it? Oh, not really. What'd you mark it? It doesn't. Does this make sense when I say it doesn't matter what yeah. I marked it? Like I don't. I don't know what. Oh, it has shortened. Yeah, it's eight fifty. It was eleven when I looked earlier. Yeah, uh, I'm six twenty, but that's just a number. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. The lads will know if if they've set it up and it's ready to go. It, it could be four bucks. Could be a good price. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. If they haven't, then twenty bucks probably isn't a good price. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, also, another double engaged here. Blow me out is accepted to race at Pinjarra on Sunday as well. Double engaged. Jesus yeah. Christ. So, um, blow me out. Where are we at the market with blow me out? Um, just for context, blow me out's a seven dollar chance. Yeah, it's gonna be 14, 13 cent deduction, so a reasonable deduction, but it's it's going super as well. Yeah, three wide, no cover. Last start, down and pack actually kept kicking blow me out. So, I think it's not, I think it's gets it's getting along well with Lucy, just about ready to mm-hmm. win a race. Go just needs a mark um, from that gate, really. Yeah, it does. Um, yeah, for me, I just yeah, gold merits is is flying. The price is I would, yeah, probably need a dollar a dollar more the than that. The good thing is you can really just hold fire if you're going to back gold merits because you know you're getting you're not getting less than two eighty on the exchange on the day, are you? No, that's right. And and also, yeah, we're expecting we're expecting time scale maybe Karanis, mm-hmm. gold merits bit of money there. I actually thought the Thunderest was a pretty good win midweek. You can probably land in a similarish spot from one. Joey yep. has a party kicking up from there. Thought it let down well. It's always promised to do something, but hasn't quite. Maybe it's her prep. I'm not sure. But yeah, Gold Merits looks the winner for me, but the price is a bit thin. So, And I like what you were referencing in regards to Karanis. Love the trial. First start for Michael Grantham. Michael Grantham doing tremendous things with his thoroughbreds. And yeah. he's got a uh, maybe a good thing later in the day as well in uh, – Yes, yes, yep. I think that'll be popular too. But uh, yeah, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna refrain from really saying what I'm gonna get stuck into here. I'm gonna see the pattern of the day. I, I'm more content to do so and, and build Betfair books and see what's happening. But um, yeah, open race that's a bit thin gold merits, but deserves to win one. Does race six is the Amelia Park Beef handicap one oh, thousand the lamb followed by the beef lamb followed by the beef. Oh, uh, oh we've got a champion going around here as well. That'd be yeah. fitting if we own a winner on Karakata Day. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I've got two chances at Kalgoorlie as well, so I <laughs> count those two. Oh, I'd, if I were travel, I'd be very surprised. So the champion that we're referencing is the TK Leighton part own number one, Mature Witness, top weight, currently 8 or $9. We'll have to uh, take it. Um, we're facing very stiff opposition from the current $2.35 favourite, How's the Serenity. What do you reckon about the 1200 to 1000 here? It's an interesting. interesting setup, like – 
I've, I've, you've got a market favourite, and I've marked it on top. Um, what's the current? I knew, mark? You'd, I knew that would be where you'd start it because that's not really one of your goes, is it? No, uh, I'm, I'm, so I'm two fifty. Said I couldn't get any longer. Um, and I was, basically, I, I was two fifty as well. My, my plan was just to look at if Brad put up three dollars because I didn't think anyone else potentially would. Uh, Brad just marks probably the reason I say that is he probably marks a little bit harsh for certain aspects like I do and certain things, but I knew that I was that long. So my plan was if he goes up three bucks, I'll have something with him at three and yeah. reconsider from there. But he didn't. Um, yeah, I can't see where else real strong money comes for. Like it's, it makes the most sense. It's a horse that's going well enough. The well, I mean, is, is Super X going to be any, any shorter than five? I don't know. I don't it, think it gets too much short. It's not a horse that's been, it's been real big drifter in all of its right. Even though it's gone super. Material it's been real Witness big isn't really going to firm a heap. I wouldn't think Material Witness, for, I've told the lads to wait. Um, His gold that are going to have a bet. Oh, they can both firm because of their point of difference being three year olds, but yeah. I don't think either horse is. They're $10 chances, aren't they? Both of them. Yeah, like, I think I'm 12, 13 yeah. for both of them. So, I mean, the only real, um, I mean, even Guns and Navarro's $13 is coming out one of the worst midweek races of all time, and the form from that hasn't been franked whatsoever. So, hard to come at Guns of uh, Guns and Navarone as well. So, yeah, you, you've, you've got to think how is this going to be popular. It's just that um, I'm not interested at, at $2.40. I'm just. Yeah, just just back to the thousand meters, especially with Cramden and Olga Louise drawing underneath you. Yeah, at best, you're going to land Breeze. She's pinging them better than most. Yep. Um, but if those two kick, if Cram, it's really about Cramden. If it kicks up, uh, makes it really interesting. If she has yeah. to sit three deep, nice. No. So it's always it's, it's just a diff, it's a different kettle of fish. Twelve hundred back to a thousand, even though you're that quick. <laughs> people think that's just normal. Oh, people not normal. People think it's well. Hang on, if it's jumping that quick and running going along that well, it, it should be suited. But sometimes you can control a race at the twelve hundred. And that's the difference to some degree. So, well, the thing with houses serenity, I, I heard Simon A. Miller on Tab Radio during the week, and he was just glowing in how the horse is is, oh, is trained on and how it's uh, handled track work since its last start third. But Mood Swings won that race, came out and uh, run second to Bazoom last Saturday. And Lipstick Flickers ran second in the uh, in that same race, and she was a bit stiff in running third. Like Saturday, the so all the form is just panels yeah. on these. It's yeah. just so much. Like I, I couldn't consider backing anything else. Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah. I don't want to take two forty. So, yeah. Um, yeah, from a selfish point of view, which no one really cares about, I'm pretty happy just being an owner here and watching my horse go around. And um, yeah, I, I, I think we'll jump over the odds. I think Material Witness will get out too. Um, I think Lucy will suit too. Actually, so. I Lucy Warwick has just been anything that she's on at the moment that I'm backing is just winning. I reckon she's this is a Mitch. I remember Mitchell Pateman probably about a year or two years ago when anything. Do you remember that three yeah. years ago? Bear, the yeah. Bearstow period. Yeah. Jesus Christ, anything was back with Mitchell on at any price was just winning, and it's sort of happening with Lucy at the moment. So I was I was delighted to see Lucy jump on board in the absence of CJP. Um, but yeah, I think there's enough speed in this. I mean, oh, Actually, I mean yeah. an ideal world. How's the Serenity sits three deep, no cover, wearing that sort of train. Even though we prefer to be underneath horses and. Um, from there, but uh, yeah, look, I'm, I'm happy to see what Betfair does late here, BJ. And um, if Houses Serenity starts too short, I'll um, maybe look at an each way bet material witness. Yeah, she does look the standout horse to beat. Flying uh, form is superior. You're right, has to be query from from uh, whether she can get across and just the 12 back to the thousand. But confidence of the stable, the, the way that this horse is going, she does look well and truly uh, the horse to beat. Uh, we haven't spoken about you, did mention uh, material witnesses without. CJP, we haven't spoken about the jockey crisis. At the yeah, moment. no, we haven't. So um, we've got jockeys out. Well, um, leading riders, Clinton supporters, Sean McGrady are actually out via suspension, but we've got a host of other riders as well, other leading riders as well, who are un- unable to take their place because of COVID, whether they've mm-hmm. actually um, have COVID or whether they're actually yeah, under protocols, whatever it is. They, they're, to, they're, they're, they're not able to, to ride. So I think it's Troy Turner, Donna. Sean O'Donnell, 
Peter Nucky. Am I missing anyone else? Oh, Nucky, yep. yep. So, Pete. I've seen a few of the kids riding as well. I think Keshaw maybe. Kesh. Well, yeah. So um, Jet's not on the weekend. Luke Campbell's not riding. Whether he's allowed to ride at Kalgoorlie on Saturday, I presume he would have got a little bit. Right, book. right. I'm not, yeah. Um, so listening to Julio during the week, I'm, I'm pretty sure he said Kesh, but anyway, that can, all you guys can source the information directly uh, a bit better than us, but it has meant that. Because great of, opportunities for some hoops here though. But it, yeah, so we'll get to one of the, one of the, one of the um, flow on effects in the, uh, from the Karakata plate point of view, but Peter Nucky did hold back mm-hmm. his trip to Mauritius so he could ride in the, Caracatta Plate, and he was all set to ride Baby Paris for his old boss, Colin Webster, and now he's unable to take the ride, and he's, he's heading off to Mauritius next, oh. next Saturday. So when did oh, – I didn't even know that. Yeah. When's that all occurred? With heading to Mauritius? No, no, no. No, I knew that. Yeah. When is uh, – so he's not riding Baby Paris, so no. who's on board? I Holly think Jerry or? Nosky. Oh, good on there. Am I? Yeah, you are right. Yeah. That's a cracking pickup ride. And yeah, so we'll get Should to we that, just, get to we'll get next to that race. shortly. So, but that yeah, we got to race six, and we hadn't even mentioned the uh, yep. the situation with the jockeys, and the also which has been stretched in another way because Kalgoorlie's on. So, um, the, mm-hmm. um, the the ranks are thin, and the the COVID is not only wreaking havoc um, on our football teams, but also the jockey rooms as well. So, we'll, uh, watch this space for um, for things might even change closer to race day as well. So, if you see uh, um, some other riding changes, it's probably related to that as well. But moving forward. Race. Oh, actually, here we go. The opportunistic oh. jockey challenge punters are rejoicing. I tell you what, <laughs> I've got a mate, Greeny, would be loving this, I reckon. All right, here we go. The feature. Race seven, the Amelia Park, Karakata Plate. Uh, time on it, our best two-odd race of the season. Over 1,200 metres been won by some of the uh, some stars of WA Racing. And Amelia's jewel, the odds-on favourite, could be the next Big thing coming out of the West. The stable thinks she is. However, the barrier draw on Tuesday has thrown right. a, has thrown a few question marks around here, Terry. But it hasn't deterred the punters because she just keeps on. She's shorting off the draw. How's that? She keeps on firming. So how's that? She's so, shorting uh, off the draw. Eighteen acceptors. There was eighteen marbles in the in the draw, and she's uh, she's coming out with seventeen. So. Oh. Uh, so that has uh, that has been was an interesting development, but it didn't really affect the market one bit. Well, as I said, it's only seen a seen a short, and so there you go. Um, all the king's men has come out, BJ, was, to run today. Was, yeah, he was one of the unfortunate stories coming out of the jockey COVID crisis, and I, uh, yeah, I don't know yeah. about that too much. Um, yeah, there was jockeys available. There was Holly, Holly Watson would have been. Um, Jerry Nosky didn't have a ride at that stage. Craig Stables Craig's is emergency uh, one. Yeah, he was connected to Union He Jack, was yeah. connected to Union Jack, but there were options there. I think Holly's riding reasonably well to be given this opportunity. So I, I don't think um, – yeah, I'm, I'm really – Personally surprised that they've um, opted to scratch from a Karakata plate. For me, where your last run was equal to left the building, who's your current second favourite, yeah, BJ. I agree. You're scratching from a half a million dollar race to run midweek for 20 grand yeah. from, from the – like, and then, yeah, and can, and we, and I don't then, care how you go today. And then that putting all your eggs in the size produce basket just, in two weeks' it's time. Just, it's not just about – yeah, it's just about the um, – you can run, yeah, fifth in this or sixth in this and you get the same prize money effectively, if, if that's how you're looking at it. But it's about the experience of being in a Karakata plate as well where – Two-year-olds can go miss very quickly, and things can go wrong. And the favourites drawn the the car park, and I just think that's anything. Can that happen. is just just mind-boggling, especially knowing a few owners and knowing that they were very keen to run in the Karakata Plate. That is just, um, 
That's yeah. I'm not connected at all. Uh, I said apart it's from a, a couple of free there's splashes. Only, there's only one half million dollar tour race for the season. Yeah, there's only. And, to be and honest, I think battlers like me and you. There's only one. There's only one half million dollar race we're ever going to win yeah. because of Bob, and that's probably the Caracatta bloody play. You're in it up to your eyeballs. Really, you are in it up to your eyeballs. Yeah. I marked it in the twenties. I had a, tw- a twenty. I had the same price. I had to Gabe. Did you see? Um, it's Magic Millions run. It was five deep, no cover. Every the single entire. run held up the entirety behind Sanctorio. Should yeah. have won that day by panels. Magic Millions run, arguably as good as everything bar, she's a belter. Yeah. And then last start got knocked over deep the trip. I said it was you know, e- equal to left the building. It was a, probably a better it run. Never, it never got in. It was a better run. It my my understanding is Joey probably would have, because all the King's men only just scraped into the final field because yes. of prize money. Yeah. My understanding is Joey may have ridden all the King's men ahead of Fiorucci Mama had he known it was definitely going to be in the final field. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I just, I don't know. Unless there's something more, oh, I don't know. That just to me is, I'm not saying all the King's men would have come out and won. But I'm saying it could have won, and you don't get to go in half million dollar races every day. It's just, just, it's a mind-boggling decision. I don't know. I'd be, I'd be absolutely furious as an owner. I'd be mm. absolutely furious. Yeah. So anyway, he's racing today. As we, yeah. well, we. I don't care soon. how you go today. That's that's irrelevant to me. You come out and win by panels, then you're yeah. going to say, "Well, geez, could done at the Caracatta. You come out loose. Oh, we weren't going to run well if we did that in the Caracatta. It's not. Yeah, that's irrelevant. Neither here nor there. All right. So anyway, we've got it's a pretty the sharp uh, little field today as well. Yeah, it's not a bad little field it's running into as well. Okay, all right. So we've got the uh, the dollar the dollar sixty five dollar sixty five fave Amelia's jewel Simon A. Um, always always a confident chap, but he has got a spring in his step ever since uh, this uh, this girl made her first appearance on a race course, and she's gone bang bang. To uh, to race into to favoritism, she won the supremacy stakes on debut, and then uh, followed up with a dominant Jim Crack stakes victory as well, coming from back in the field. She's going to be last or oh, backish and wide, um, I guess. Who okay? So who are the horses that are going to have a field position advantage and are going to have a ta- the talent enough to kick and give Amelia's Jewel something to catch? That's I, what have you got? What have you zeroed I, in? What have you zeroed in that's on? Not, I think that's how people are going to look at the. You can't look to get her beaten in that sense. So we're not going to say a horse is going to be better than her. She's the best horse in this race, right? We all yeah. know that. She's clearly the best horse in this race. And I reckon a few people who created their books here will be similar to me. Some won't. I've, I've seen someone earlier said the dollar eighty is a great price, and it's dollar sixty five now. So maybe they're going to be right. The result isn't going to impact that. Okay, I, I think she's. She's if all things are equal, she'll win the race. We all know that, you know. But remember last start, Penny on the Queen took her into the race from the awkward barrier. Penny on the Queen's run third. Costume party took Penny on the Queen into the race. It's run second. That was the winning line. That was that all lined up. She could end up on the back of Playhouse Patron, who's going super, by the way. Yeah. Um, that was, how good was Playhouse Patron? Yeah. Anyway, she could end up on the back of, but Playhouse Patron could be gone yeah. at the 800 metres, and she's forced to peel and sustain a run. If you're taking, personally, is how I feel, if you're taking a dollar sixty-five, no matter how good the two-year-old is, first of all, you're taking a two-year-old, and we saw Jericho miss, I've seen with Jammer's son, we've seen with a lot of them recently, things can go amiss. You're taking it with a two-year-old who's going to have to come from last um, on a day with Easterlies, um, just... I think dollar sixty five. There's there's better spots. There's better spots to to chime in at a dollar sixty five. I'm, I think people are backing her purely on how good she is, and fair enough. She's drawn barrier four. She's a dollar sixty five. Mm. That's I'm fine with that. But from barrier seventeen, she could be the best run by ten by by panels and not win the race because as as you just mentioned before, a horse like Street Parade left the building and just there on the back of um, Fairuchi Mama, who gives a nice kick off. They go she's seven lengths off them and the horse that she had the wrong back and it hasn't taken her into it. You, you don't, like I just said with Alaskan got earlier, you don't just need to 
be the best horse or that good. If Alma Harman doesn't take Alaskan God into that race properly and it's gone 100 metres earlier, Tricks of Trade probably wins the race. Like it's it's all about it's all about uh, the domino effect on the day and what occurs and you need a lot of dominoes to go your way from dead last. But has Union Jack coming into yeah. the field has that helped yeah. or hindered? Helped. Yeah, and that's an, that annoys me a bit. <laughs> that annoys me a bit. I, that that that's another reason I'm a bit annoyed with the scratching because I was looking for oh, you. Okay. So oh, now so, Union so Jack's going to be a, here comes the real the reason Union why. Jack's going to just be a little three wide line pest. I don't it's got know. Nothing to do with all the kings, man. It's it's all to do with the that fact is, that it, it is that's Union it Jack's. Is. Got it in is. The field. Well, I've had a bet. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not going to be tipping one or giving anything a big, a big major push here. I'll, I'll be very happily see Amelia's Jewel trade a dollar sixty bet fair, and I'll probably create a five horse book. And yep. A lot of them will be rough as guts. Um, but I just uh, look. I'm definitely not knocking Amelia's Jewel. I am just simply saying, under normal race conditions, a dollar sixty five for a two year old coming from last. That's it's just. It just seems very thin. Yeah, I understand that. But so <laughs> the hot the. The horses that feel like they're going to be in the right oh, spot to well take, to well take, to ta- take advantage of yep. of of her, yeah, her well, being in, in a disadvantaged okay, field well, position, right? Street parade's the most obvious one. Yep. Um, Brad Parnham might might find a length over Peter Nucky. Uh, who knows? You just don't know how different horses react. As I said before, I think with gold merits, I think it goes better for Lactar than Chris. And yep. obviously, Chris would be the more accomplished rider of the two. So it's just. You never know. It's just a connection thing. Left yeah. the building. I reckon Clint. I reckon Clint gave that a ten out of ten. It's going to get the right map, but for me, it's the one at seven fifty who's probably under the odds. Yeah, you know, they um, probably should be more closer together. Yeah, I agree with that. I can't have man crush from the gate. Capricorn man is the one I wanted to be on, but barrier one is for a machino, a big machino lad. If we could draw an awkward gate with a bit less speed in the race, I'm just going to make up my own race. Um, it's the one I reckon has a real point of difference about it. It yeah. was a moral beaten, not a moral beaten on its on debut, but you could see how well it was going on the line behind horses like Street Parade, Man Crush. Mm-hmm. Then it was a moral beaten behind Aza, uh, and then they took luck out of the equation, went to the top one, well beat Playhouse Patron, who's come out in, in the Perth Stakes and said that form's pretty bloody yeah, good. Yeah, smacked him. So, but from Barry One, I give it no chance of being able to hold up. Do you give, especially now with you, Union Jack, Fiorucci Mama. Baby we, Paris. We spoke to Ben Pierce earlier and he's pretty confident they can cross with Fiorucci Mama. And Baby Paris, I've, I don't give it any hope of holding up. Do you? Who? Capricorn, um, man. Yeah. No, I don't think. I think, That's the problem. I think he began well enough the other day, but he was he had, he had so much room that Geordie was able just to come across and build speed. So when he hit that, when it started to turn, yep. he was he sort of just sort of ghosted across and had a really lovely sort of, um, he was able to cut the apex almost yep. to there, but he's not going to, he, and also if how much Look, if how much go, fuel does he need to burn to hold up? Exactly. One? So, so I think you always have, have to go at the mindset, we're not going to hold up, hope that they go mad in front. And last year's Karakata, they yeah, spread. They came from inside, And yeah. if he can just sort of not lose any momentum, like a big – Think about the big machinos we know and, and how they like to race. A lot of Kieran McDonough's yeah, be, um, Very runners. interesting if that baby Paris was very wobbly on the uh, yep. on the Ascot. Yeah, I already thought about yeah. that. But then do I want to be – because it also didn't take the turn well and it made the horse behind it have to slow down a exactly. bit. Exactly. So yeah. if baby Paris does that um, – but if baby Paris wobbles off real early and they get through and kick clear and it's a nice hot rail, and that, that I've already thought about that situation. So yeah. I'll be definitely having something um, on, on Capricorn, man. I'll just wait for Betfair. I think you'll see – Probably longer than sixteen, seventeen dollars, even at the moment. To I'm, be honest I'm with you, I'm going to have something on um, Costa's Crown. I think it's going to be a. I think it's going to be a big price. I thought its run was massive in the lead That's the one I'm going with on top. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I. Yeah, I, I really liked. Um, yeah, it was probably the run of the well, one of one of the runs of the Perth Stakes. Um, we've seen a lot of the Casey horses. We talk about Grant Williams being really good at getting him 
to peak for grand finals. I'll just go back and have a look at some of the, the Casey's, like real roughies in, in big races, even also like later on the winter bottom and stuff. They seem to get them to peak for the big race. The blinkers going on here, I don't think so. I think this might have been by design from a fair way out because you, after that last run, you'd just be thinking, let's not change anything. Mm. You know, we're, we're pretty happy with how we're going here. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if you get the trial before, that was super behind a larger one. It'll be interesting to see how that goes today, um, potentially leading, which it couldn't do um, at its last start mm-hmm. um, after big money came. Um, and yeah, I, I just think Costas Crown potentially is one thing you spoke about before, BJ, is the gate speed to land in a spot and have a little gap on Amelia's jewel. I think Costas Crown isn't an impossibility to almost be one off three back on the back of a horse like, um, street parade type thing. Cause they snagged last start. They just yeah. rode it cold and snagged out the back. So, um, yeah, I think if, if you're searching for one each way in that sense, what are you talking? 26 and five, 26, six. Mm-hmm. Maybe we wait and get longer on Betfair if if AJ depends what Amelia's jewel does. If she stays a dollar sixty five, then maybe they're all going to be longer. But if she drifts out to a dollar ninety two bucks, which might happen if we're seeing a real big on pace day, she'll naturally get a bit of a wobble. Then then it might be worth shopping now. But um, yeah, I, I can see where you're coming from. I'm about thirteen dollars cost us crown, so I'm two dollars fifty Amelia's jewel though. Okay, and that was before Union Jack came in the race, so maybe make that two dollars twenty five ish. I would have shortened it a little bit just okay. on the new map, but um. Yeah, Costas Crown was hard to miss, wasn't it? Yeah, I thought Costas Crown was the run of the race. Mm-hmm. So all the Kingsmen was huge, and I would have loved to have seen him in a character play, especially considering his Magic Millions performance. But Costas Crown was a better run, I thought. So yep, um, and he's yeah he's drawn better. He's drawn better. Uh, might even be three wide with cover. I think Costas Crown, perhaps if they sort of come across. Well, one thing Union Jack basically suggests for sure is there will be a three wide line. Yeah, if it's him or if it's Man Crush, if it's and it's almost like the second horse in the three wide line is going to have going to have a good cider as long as they don't fan. So um, could be Costas Crown, but yeah, I mean it would be silly of us just to uh, just to you know really listening to us to launch you into AJ the dollar sixty five fave. So sort of looking looking elsewhere the. As Terry said, if she holds that price, the Betfair exchange, if we want to back one, then that's going to be the best price anywhere you'll get, I imagine. So uh, betfair.com.au. For, oh, for Costas? No, just across the board. Oh, yeah, she, yeah. yeah 100%. Yeah, because yeah, you're talking, yeah, they've got a 124%. They've got to all wobble out down to 100% market. But, um, yeah, Playhouse Patron's going super. Amelia's Jewel have touched on. Costume Party, nice pickup ride for Jade McNaught. The awkward gate makes it hard. She's grateful. Jade Graceful, really, really good last start. There's not much between She's Graceful Street Parade left building. They're no. all so, so equal. That's half the reason I was sort of interested in Capricorn Man, just a real point of difference runner um, coming from that sort of area. Even Penny like, on the Queen's going to go around at 30 odd to one. Even, That's, even for your mama's like got gone super, just got absolutely. It like was just, tackled. It was just it was the second best run of the race behind Amelia's yeah, jewel last Absolutely about. got mauled in front there in the in the gym crack and yep. to, be, to stick on as well as as bravely as she did was. Uh, was tough. I just don't know the mindset of a lot of these. Few of them, like the big thing I looked at was I reckon that they both they went mad in both the purse stakes and Jim Crack, and I think a few of them won't want to get involved in that again because it yep. just cooks them. Yep. If so many of them don't want to get involved, and one does, and next thing you know, well, next thing you know, Baby Paris, who is still a bit raw, new jockey going on, it, it doesn't go, it doesn't be part of the speed battle. And Union Jack, they might decide from fifteen, this is stupid going yep. forward. Like let's just look for a spot midfield, and that's a big possibility. Next thing you know, Fury. and Capricorn Man's already got the process. We're not going to be able to. Next thing you know, Fury, mama gets a soft rail. Front, and kicks, lays and kicks, and, and it's 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 a really 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 nice um, front running filly. So Tough filly, yeah. yeah. So basically, yeah, I'm yeah. I it's a it's a great race if you want to shop some value each way outside of a favourite who's going to have to um, who's still going to need a little bit to go right um, outside of her control to win. Okay, 
can't wait for the character to play it. And we'll, uh, if she manages to uh, to come from back and wide and sweep past them and still be as dominant as she has been, then uh, yeah, we could be. Uh, she could be anything. Mm. This girl and uh, that's that, that sort of, I guess, the feel from the stable. And we get to see that on Grand Final Day on uh, on Saturday. And actually, listening to not- Simon A during the week. He said that the size is on the agenda as well, so oh. this might not be the last that we see. Like to, everyone else would like to hear that one. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. So, now, look, you, you'll know on the bend. Like, yeah, the yeah. way this race looks on paper with Union Jack and even Man Crush drawing wide, like it should suit her. Mm. She should, at the top of the straight, you can see they're going to bunch and you probably say, well, it's all over. Like that's, it's a big chance of happening. It's just that it's just that $1.65 is just, to me, that's not what you just, want. it just seems a little bit thin that she's getting walloped off Paris 17. So, okay. Anyway. All right, so moving on, race eight, the Emilie Park Wines Handicap, 1,400 metres for the 72-plus brigade. Uh, we spoke about Michael Grantham earlier. He's uh, he's saddling up Karanis, having his first start for him. Chris Parnham was booked immediately in that particular race, and uh, uh, Mickey Grantham and Chris Parnham, great mates, they'll be combining again in this, and they do look to have... Uh, to be the well and truly the horse to bet here with number two comes a time, Guru. Can you see gate eight being an issue or does Chrissy get across and slot in like yeah. he did last oh, up? Yeah, definitely could be an issue. And it's a bit like um, Houser Serenity earlier mm. or even what we'll talk about with Amelia's Jewel. It's conditions of the race look a little bit uh, difficult for comes a time, but the form is just so much superior. Yep. Um, like you're talking with comes a time, you're talking it's coming out of – uh, look, it was a moral beaten behind Kenny Luck. There's some good form from that ref race. Second to this or Tessia, who then went out and won a feature. Second to Claire Voynes, who then came out and obviously did what she did. Um, last start was really, really good, yeah. actually. Ended up with the breeze, got pressured by Mini Winnie three deep, gave a really big kick. And even if you watch the final 100, when Holy Ghost came at it, it wasn't taking ground off at the final 50 metres, yeah. whether that, that's that horse peaking. But um, also, it was, comes a time was, was entitled to be a little bit, Weary, hundred percent, and I still think they were going strong. I, the way it raced, I don't, I don't think it's impossible they could even stretch it out to fifteen, sixteen hundred. Yeah. Um. But yeah, look, normal racing like BJ, I think it's going to be very hard to beat. But it's just again, there's there's some speed drawn underneath it, and it can be sticky. Next thing you know, you're, you're caught deep the trip. Do you want to take two dollars thirty? This is like comes a time is one of the. I really want to be. I want to be on comes a time. Yeah. I'm really keen to be on comes a time. But I'm two dollars twenty five, and I'm not. Like I'm not desperate to take two forty, two fifty. It's like two sixty, two seventy. I'm I'm pretty keen to get stuck in, but it's yeah. Look, normal racing, like it should be winning. Um, that the you know you want to be on a horse when the one you think is the clear danger um, is downforce. So yeah, uh, and it's four dollars eighty. So it's yeah. I hear what you're saying. There. I, I can't see yeah. I can't see this being a race that uh, gets me overly excited. The market's bang on. Um, and it's interesting because a horse like Salaya hasn't copped a race like this for a hell of a long time. However, 28 days between runs, bar plates on, uh, coming off a failure in the Bunbury Cup. I mean, I imagine with Holly Watson claiming too that this is a go-forward job, Salaya. Yeah, you'd think so. I've yeah. been saying for a while, I'd love to see Salaya ridden cold. I thought it was a great opportunity in the one of those cups they went forward. Yeah. I thought yeah. it was a great opportunity to ride it cold there. And with all the speed in this, I think it's – Another great opportunity to ride Salaya Cold and yeah. to see how she – we've seen her point-to-point speed. Let's see how she settles real and uses that point-to-point. Well, what was That's the, what what was the mare's race where she settled back and flashed and run second? That was the jungle yeah. mist, I think. Yeah, was, over the right? 1,200, I think. Yeah. Fresh. Yeah. Yeah, and we haven't seen those tactics again. Yeah. I just – I don't get it. I think – yeah, I don't know if Salaya's been all that well handled over the journey thought process-wise and placement and and whatnot, um, which but is fair a, enough. You've a, got from high From a class standards. point of view, she's yep. – uh, this is a – 
this is a good race for 100%, her. Hundred percent, it is. Yeah, 100%. So um, the only other horse I want to mention is trust is thin. Is is Patristic just about ready to run a race, or is it still a, still off a bit? Well, if you watch all the Harrow's on Wednesday, yeah, and Christy, yeah, Harrow and Christy, yeah, they're they're just about. Um, I really like Patristic's trial, but um, and I liked its first up run as well. But yeah, potentially it's just a lot of speed in this. Yeah, even Bombay style can kick up from barrier one. Yeah. So Misty Lad will be somewhere near him. Um, yeah, normal racing conditions comes a time win, but two dollars fifty plus will probably get me for the investment. Just for that, so it comes a time. Last up from a speed point of view, you went three point six lengths above average to the eight hundred, mm-hmm. and then a further three point four lengths, so almost seven lengths faster than average to the four hundred, which isn't really his go. Comes a time. He's he's a cover sort of um, conserve, pounce, late yep. type of horse. But he was ridden very aggressively in that 1,400 metres. And there was a query of an, on him at the 14, which he well and truly uh, put to bed last start. So the, the strength in that performance, the way that he had to be re- ridden for him to w- be in a position to win that race was like, okay, so this horse is he's better than he's ever been. He's he's lifted to this, another this level. This race is arguably weaker than that one. Yeah, too. it is. So, so. You know, if you know, the only way you can really see this being a massive issue is three wide no cover yep. potentially. So it's always that chance with enough speed drawn underneath him. So yeah, but now it comes a time. I'd love to see some two fifty, but it might be ambitious. I feel like these are these are the type of ones you don't really want to like you've seen them have their good win. You've they've gone around at the four or five dollars and then then people dive in heavy at two dollars yep. twenty. That's not how to win punting long term. Like you're following up after a win and after you've yeah, you're being reactive rather than proactive. But again, shop and if it's there we'll We'll have a bet, but most importantly, BJ, it is now time for the, the jackpot. Jackpot. It's time for the jackpot. Wow, hey. That's exciting stuff. When was our last jackpot? It's been a while. Anyways, just get out stakes, BJ. S-T-E-A-K-S-J-A-C-K-P-O-T. Jackpot. Carry over jackpot. Yeah, CJ. So. Carry over jackpot. Get out, get out. <laughs> It's the Get Out Stakes, Tom Punters, uh, extremely popular. Get Out Stakes is brought to you by Market City Meats, the largest retail butcher shop in Perth, located at the Canavale Markets on Bannister Road. Timmy Hewitt and his team run the show, swing past, say good day. Timmy, absolute legend. He will look after you. Let him know that you listen to the one Why Avid 1-1 listeners get, uh, get the red carpet treatment out there at Market City Meats. And, yes, as Terry mentioned, it's a jackpot. Nobody, no, not one of our listeners – uh, was able to um, deduce, lock in, recapitulate Boy Hill as uh, the winner in last week's edition Got of the, the Get Out Stakes. Um, therefore, we've got to carry over jackpot. So the $50 last week has been has been lifted to $100. So there's $100 worth of Group 1 Gourmet Beef up for grabs, Guru. Um, all you got to do is send us a tweet at the 1-1 one one pod, let us know who you think will win race nine at Ascot this Saturday. Carry can I play at stakes? Get out stakes, and then you can be in the running for that uh, for that amazing beef package there from Market City Meats. So send your entry in. Uh, let us know who you think will win two, uh, two decimal place margin preferred, and also you also have to factor in the all important Sam White rule. Guru, first in, best dressed, and whoever wins it this week will earn it. Yeah, EJ, eight hundred meter, sixty six plus to uh, wrap things up on. Uh, Carrot a plate, though. Un- unlike Timmy's uh, Timmy's mates, this is very tough, BJ. <laughs> this is tough. This is the Amelia Park Lodge. Uh, let get out stakes. I've got a bit of a wild one, I but I might beat Amelia Park over the weekend. Actually, yeah, you're going to be in the hood. Yeah, you might be in that in the area. 
Uh, well, I've got a wild one here. Tell me what this is probably the only one all day that's wild that I'm probably excited about having something on. Do you want to do a three, two, one? Ah, uh, let's do a number. We'll say what number it is. Well, actually, that makes no sense. We'll just say the horse. Okay, so are we saying it on one or am I saying it after one? After one. Okay, three, three two, two, one. one. Melarab. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we actually don't plan that. No, That's no. twice we've done that. That was Utgard Loki last time. So, um, Malarab. Malarab. There yeah. you go. Do you want a statistic? I know you like my statistics. Yeah. Okay. I've been uh, waiting for it. Hang on. So, here we go. Malarab leading horse races. There's no speed in this. Do you agree? Yeah. Absolutely none. I reckon they'll ride Barra Magic, same as last start. Uh, why wouldn't you after yep. that run? That was something, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Malarab leading five starts, three wins, one second, one third. Malarab not leading BJ. 12 starts, zero wins, one second, one third. Mm. Do you reckon it goes better leading? Reckon it might. Can someone pass this on to – who's Stevie's on board, isn't he? Yep. Yeah. Stevie, Stevie never misses. someone let Fred and Steve Stevie know that uh, we want to be going straight to the top here with Miller. I've been running them along as well. Don't, don't want to mess about here. Yep. So – I, I don't, I'm not full of confidence whatsoever, but we're getting, but we're getting 20 to 1 in a race with a bunch of reasonable sitting sprinters. How about the horse that when he gets to the top, it's very hard to get past. Over yep. 20 to 1, that'll do me each way. Me too. It's just simply like it's – I could easily Actually, make a case for Chicklet. I thought yeah. it was so big last start, blazing away, but it's going to be under – again, that's a, that's a case of one being unders now after a win. Yep. Tiff has spoken, but it's a hard horse to catch. And yep. How much trust do you have? We Ripper, Asymmetric, they're just the honest Erklands runners, never run a different race. General Grant, I don't have much trust in. Megazone is a funny one. We'll go on my quaddy. Piccolo Senora can definitely, mm, definitely win, win, but yep. it's under my price at 550. It's touch and go my price at 550. and. Yeah, so look, they're, they're all good enough, but um, give me a little leader by a stay. Let's take the early 20s and let's uh, let's see it start. Tens and Stevie lead from start to finish. Off yeah, you go. I want to see some positivity from Stevie because I imagine they're going to sort of try to whip across with Asymmetric with Holly on. Uh, so and they'll nay as well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you – so what, what – what, I think that was across. Spot? The thing is, though, that what's, Asymmetric isn't that quick. It'll the, get there. What's but the sound effect for Stevie? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then watch me nay Yeah. <laughs> now watch me <laughs> – so uh, Malarab, I, I went super last start. Too, I already yeah. liked its last run. I thought it's it's ready to go, um, and this this just feels like it's set up. And this is a race where basically everything, all these horses take their turns. It's a, it's a race field. Uh, it's Malarab's full, turn. Full of, full of horses that just take their turns. No, there's no <laughs> stars here. Like you could run this race so many times. There's always a different winner, and hopefully on Saturday that's uh, Malarab at twenty to one plus. We. When we've done that, we've, we we both knew we were going to say Mellorab, didn't we? Like, I just well, there's nothing else you can. I guess the only other one you could have come up with if we're both talking to Ruffy, maybe Megazone or something from yeah. the gate for a, for Chris who's riding quite a few winners at the yeah. but um, Stevie P coming off a double last set as well. Yeah, well, big price double. Who's the other one? Brooklyn Pier yeah. on the the bunch finish. How's that a horse up first go at fourteen hundred? Uh, Riley Dot Morgan was. Um, oh, he was stiff. Yeah, yeah. yeah Kiora was a bloody brave effort, wasn't it? From yeah. the Braves. Yeah. So uh, yeah, so Stevie's uh, up and about. Hopefully, we can he can he can drive Malarab to a get out stakes victory on Saturday. Yeah, that would be popular. It would be popular. Be popular. So, um, yeah. but yeah, it's just one of those races. You guys know the drill. There's usually a different winner, as I said, for these uh, sort of middle distance sixty six pluses. And um, the Guru and I are uh, our powers combined. Hopefully, uh, Malarab uh, has his nose in front on the line. Yeah, I'll be happy. All right, let's take a break and we'll. <laughs> We'll be back with our uh, best, our Maddies and our Lays for Karakata Plate Day. Okay, listeners, we are back with our Betfair Best betting propositions for Karakata Plate Day. I'll throw it to the guru. Betfair Best. Okay, my Betfair Best. was only two bets of note I'm really going to get stuck into. We'll chuck them together. Race three, other one, sun, all up. Race four, Dom to shoot. About seven bucks a multi. Giddy up. Giddy up. 
That's all, all right, other one's son, J-Dub, but... Um, Don't J-Dub me. Take J- that back. Jen, delete J-Dub. Delete. Leave it in there. <laughs> the other one's... But my, my Betfair best, which is right on my price, is Harmika. In the other, other uh, okay. three, other three or 11. I think it's just going to be in the in a right position with um, Metallon and State of Power behind it. And I think um, Harmika can seal a march and uh, be too slick for uh, in what is quite a nice little race, actually. So It is. Um, so Hamika on top of the speed, around the $3 mark is good enough for me. Okay, my lay of the day is in that race, BJ. Is Metallon at the price. I think it's still under $4. I said I'm 16. That's probably a little bit of an over-exaggeration. But um, Metallon had everything in its favour the last couple. Really good wins, really nice horse. Plenty more wins in Metallon, but this is the wrong setup. So I'll take on Metallon, race number two. Horse number two. Metallon. That's all I could really find as well. Um, Metallon. Oh, we're matching so. up with our mad dogs too, are we? Uh, we're, yes. We're we in, have to, um, don't we? Should we do it, say it at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> our maddie for Karakata Plate today is Ballarat. <laughs> uh, yeah, in the last. We, we want to see some aggression, don't we? You want it leading as well? Love to see it leading, Stevie. Yeah. So, and Fred? I don't think there's too many um, other real speed horses in the race that have, like, obviously horses can go forward, but I don't think any have the speed to really challenge it. If, if Bellarab shows some intent, they show some intent early. So Intent, good word, yeah. Pop out, use the gate, try and shake them off on the band. There's a few tough horses, but uh, the brilliant ones, uh, your slow wars, your chicklets, your blazing aways, pickless senoras, they're all going to be second half. Yep. So get a jump on them, kick clear, and um, yeah, we can... And let the roadblocks do their thing. Yeah, let the roadblocks do their thing. Yeah. Exactly right. So race nine, number six, Bellarab. Thank you.